Well, good morning, and welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded. I'm your host, Irv Risch. And we're going to continue today in our series, and we're going to be looking at living the Christian life victorious. And actually, I I recorded this message once already, and I got to do it again because for some reason or other, I cannot download it from uh, Zoom's website. Uh, I put a ticket in, but I don't know how long that'll take. So I just thought I'd just re-record it. Uh, doesn't hurt to do that. Well, uh, let me just close this and let me get to my shared screen here. There we are. Okay, we're in session number six. And with that said, let's just look at our what our lesson's going to be about. It is a great joy to us that in his wonderful love, God has made us one of his children. And we've seen this in 1 John uh, 3, 1. See what kind of love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Well, he has made us new a new creation, all things have become new. Second Corinthians 5.17 tells us, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature or creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So we are new in Christ. And if you're just a young believer, you're a new believer in Christ. Well, uh, we see that Jesus uh, came to save us from our sins. Matthew one twenty one tells us, She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Well, we are not to continue a sinful life. 1 John 3, 9 tells us, no one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. So there's no way that you can keep practicing sin if you're born of God. Yes, you will fall into sin, and we're told to confess our sins. He's just to forgive us. But we are not to be habitual practicers of sin. Uh, He wants us to have a great new life and has made this possible for us. Believers have the strength and help from God to live this victorious life. Then they never had before. First Thessalonians 3, 3 tells us, but the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. So God is there to help us. 
He's there to help us live this victorious life. So let's go through some points. The first point being, what is the source of power for the new life? Romans 8, 11. I'm going to have a drink of coffee first. Mm. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the spirit who dwells in you. Well, now we know the power for the new life. So two, what must we do that God might work in us uh, unhindered? Romans 6.13 tells us, do not present your members to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but pre present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death into life and your members to God as instruments of righteousness. Well, three, what is the source of spiritual food for growth? How do you grow spiritually? Christ don't want you to stay young babes all the time. So he provides food for us. First Peter 2.2, 2, like newborn infants longing for pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation. You know, just as you have the physical, you can apply it to the spiritual. If uh, people, uh, parents uh, uh, have a child, he starts out as a babe and he grows. You don't feed him solid food right away. You feed him milk, then you feed him soft food, and then you get into more solider food. So just the same way we do this spiritually, we start out with the pure milk of the word. Just start small and keep growing. Well, four, and uh, we have some scriptures here. The Bible speaks of eating God's word and taking it into our inner beings. And let's look at it. Jeremiah 15, 16. <clears throat> Excuse me. Your words were found and I ate them. And your words became to me a joy and a delight of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. So how can we do this? The Bible tells us that we have three enemies working against us in our new life. They are, first of all, the devil. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking who he can devour, 1 Peter 5.8. Then the evil world system in which we live. 1 John 2, 15 and 16 tells us, do not love the world, nor do the things in the world. If anyone love the world or the love of the Father is not in him, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eye, the pride of life, is not from the Father, but from the world. 
in our fleshly or sinful nature, James tells us in one fourteen. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desires. So we have the devil, the world, and the flesh. And God has given us victory over all of these. And this is continuation of what we're just talking about. He overcame the world. John 16, 33. I have said these things to you that you may know and have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. He broke the power of Satan over us. And we know this from Hebrews 2.14. Since therefore the children shared in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same thing, that through death he might destroy the one who had the power of death, that is, the devil. Well, the one who has once uh, dominated our lives, Hebrews 2, uh, Ephesians 2, 2 and 3, in which you once walked, following the course of the world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who is now working, who is at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived uh, in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind. And we were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. That's the way we were. Forty years of my life, that's the way I was. And then I came to realize that I needed Christ as my Savior. He broke the power of sin and the sin's nature over us. Romans 6, 6 tells us this. Believe God's word. It says, we know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Well, that's all part of the victorious Christian life. Now five, reading all these above verses, what application do these have to your living victoriously? In spite of this uh, defeat given to our enemies, we must still face them. What does God tell us to do? to have this victory or this victorious life. What does he tell us? Well, let's take a look. The sixth point is in 1 John 2.15. He tells us this, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loved the world, the love of the Father is not in them. Seven, James 4.7, submit yourselves therefore to God Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Eight, Romans thirteen fourteen. But put on 
the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. When Jesus died on a cross in our place, we died with him. As far as God is concerned, Colossians 3.3 tells us, for you have died and your life is hid with Christ in God. When he was raised from the dead in a new life, we rose with him. Colossians 3.1, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek these things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. That's why I named my podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded. Set your mind on things above. God always sees the believer as being one with Christ uh, and therefore accepts accepted in him. Ephesians 1, 6 and 7 tells us, to the praise of his glory, grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, we have had redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. Well, nine. Name three things in 1 Corinthians 6.11 that are true of every believer in Christ. What does this tell you about your acceptance in God? Well, let's read that and let's find those three things. And such were some of you, but you were washed. One, you were sanctified. Two, and you were justified. Three, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the Spirit of our God. So these things, washed, sanctified, and justified. Well, that ends our session. So we've got to ask ourselves these questions. What major source of help has God given us or given you for a new uh, and overcoming life? The major things, think about them. You can answer these questions for yourself. Then how do you know that as God's child, you are accepted completely in Christ? And then the last question, how can you show loving appreciation to the Lord for these wonderful things he has done for you? Well, just to review, I'm, I'm not going to go through these scriptures, but review these scriptures on your own. Romans 10, 9, 1 John 5, 13. And then also review Acts 2, 41, Matthew 28, 19. And then Joshua 1, 8, that very important verse, and Mark 1, 35. And then also review Matthew 7, 7. Well, here's a couple things for you to memorize. The last part of John 10, 10 tells us, I came that they might have life and they might have it abundantly. That should be an easy one to memorize. This is a little harder one. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 
No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide a way of escape also, that you may be able to endure it. You know, there's a lot of times that uh, something will come on a television, click, <laughs> I just turn it off. That's my way of escape. Well, with that said, that's all I have for you folks. Uh, stop sharing here. I'm sorry I had to do this twice, but that's all right. I learned from these lessons myself. So just remember, as we go through these different sessions, this should help you in your Christian life. I know these things have helped me, and I'll keep uh, posting things as long as the Lord enables me to do it. So with that said, I am just going to stop our recording. Bye for now. See you next time.